Hello, welcome to the Monday, June 13th, 2016 edition of the Sandsonet Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Washington, D.C., of course, here at Sands Fire. Today on Monday evening, we will have our annual handlers panel. So if you want to meet some of our handlers, that's your chance. We will also have a couple of vintage encryption devices available, including an original Enigma system. And Guy today released version 2.0 of his DNS sinkhole. Like prior versions, it's released as an ISO image, so can either install it on a standalone machine or a virtual machine. Should work pretty straightforward, and this particular tool has come in really handy over the last few years. It does implement a DNS server that you can then use to block malicious domains and redirect them to listeners on that sinkhole system. So you not only detect if a host is infected, you also disrupt command and control connections and may learn a little bit more about those connections. And last week, there was quite a bit of discussion in Windows developer forums about a telemetry feature that was automatically compiled into all software that you compiled with Microsoft's Visual C. Now, telemetry, of course, sounds like calling home, but that's not really what this feature was about. It was really more about performance debugging of the software and adding hooks that allow you to log when certain libraries are loaded and the like. But nevertheless, this wasn't a feature that developers had to enable. It was enabled by default and there was no clean way to actually disable this particular feature. Microsoft now came forward and offered ways how to disable the feature and the feature should be disabled now by default in future releases of Visual C. And ESET software is reporting about the crisis ransomware being more and more used in the wild in order to yet again encrypt users' files. Now, this particular piece of ransomware doesn't just encrypt, it also does send several documents to the group behind the software. So there's also a data exfiltration problem. In the past, ransomware sort of just left it with the encrypting of particular files and didn't actually steal data first. The ransomware will also encrypt network shares, so it may be able to hit some of your backups this way. Typically, crisis arrives as an email attachment that the user then executes, and it can also be found on file sharing sites and the like, disguised as a harmless installer. And Intel, together with Microsoft, is introducing a new feature that should make it even harder to take advantage of stack-based buffer overflows. In the past, it was pretty simple to add executable code to the stack that if it would overflow the memory area would then overwrite the return pointer. Now, newer processor designs made it a little bit more difficult in that you cannot typically add executable code to the stack. So what developers and exploit writers did now was return-oriented programming. The return pointer was essentially just pointing to a function that's already 
in memory in an executable area that was then executed. The new protection that Intel is introducing is adding a second stack. They call it a shadow stack, which has copies of all of the return pointers. So now if an attacker is able to overwrite a return pointer once the function ends and tries to use the return pointer, it will first check whether or not that return pointer matches the return pointer on the shadow stack. If they're different, then execution will fail. Pretty interesting approach. Of course, this has to be supported by the operating system and that's really where Microsoft comes in. So we'll see how well this works. And if you're running a backup system that uses EMC's data domain software, time to patch a pretty basic vulnerability here. If a user logs in to data domain, the session ID is logged to an area that is actually readable by all users. So users could read each other's session ID and with that they will be able to impersonate each other. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.